0: Hey, everyone, welcome to Roll Call. And today's episode is actually going to be a little bit different from our normal formula because instead of taking a dive down Jennifer Lopez's blockbuster hits, we are going to be traveling down her other avenue of business success, which is her music career.
1: Yes, music, fashion, her personal life just a little bit
0: (laughs) yeah we figured as we were starting to get further down this podcast that there's so much more to say about jennifer lopez in addition to the great movies that she's done up to this point but we noticed that at the end of 1998 1999 she took a bit of a break in her films um and that's because She released her first studio album and was getting busy um, making musical performances now. So we figured we can't talk about the movies without giving a proper acknowledgement to her music career and how she really became the personality of J-Lo.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to apologize in advance (laughs) if I I go on some tangents, some some musings
0: (laughs) well we noticed in the past few episodes that when we're doing like what was happening during this time movies that came out in this time general pop culture of that time we started to have more and more like banter or follow-up comments or questions because this is um, beginning to be a very peak blossoming time in our adolescence and as cringy as the aughts were I think um, it's also very fun to talk about especially the millennium
1: yes oh my god the millennium so I mean how do you feel about (laughs) Y2K
0: I laugh because that was one New Year's Eve that I really remember because it was the first time I legit saw my parents get wasted. I do feel like I remember
1: watching Disney Channel and like they had like a bunch of like fun stuff going on and probably like a decom was on and I feel like I remember watching ZOOG Disney all day and stuff like that. So that was, that was the tip of my Y2K. (laughs) And, um, definitely had some Martinelli's chilling on ice. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. All right. So what should we talk about first? I know we were winging it, so we don't really have an outline and, um, I know we loosely said that we're going to talk about fashion, music, and kind of her personal life a little bit.
0: What do, you, what do you want to start with? I feel like music would be a logical place to start because that also leads into her personal life and relationships. And then we can maybe like cap things off with fun fashion.
1: So music. It's June first, nineteen ninety nine. Jennifer Lopez comes out with On the Six, her first studio album, which to some is a big departure and kind of random. It's like she's becoming this big movie star, and people are really seeing a lot of potential in her. And they're like, "Why are you all of a sudden want to do music?" Like, and it's not a It's not a bad concern to have because it's very rare that you have a movie star who can transition. To music and be successful at music as much as they are a movie Mm -hmm. and she's like one of the few I can think of who's done that successfully like from movie star to musician usually you have musicians who wind up you know acting and stuff all the time there's Mm -hmm. so many rappers so many singers who've become um actors and actresses But it's very rare that you have a movie star who can also sing and be a recording artist.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a lot of my earliest, most vivid memories of Jennifer Lopez was her music career. Um, I knew that she had been in movies and had seen her before. Um, But because now it's way more like being piped down your ear holes on the radio and TRL and music awards and skate nights. Like (laughs) those were, um, those were like songs that you just heard over and over again. And then that almost becomes like what I started to associate her with more.
1: It's always interesting to hear like whether someone who's a triple or double threat, like what you kind of, Resonate most with them. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I definitely remember Selena and watching that before JLo made music. So, but I I do think that her music is more potent in terms of her career in the 2000s and early aughts um, than her movies
0: are in Mm -hmm. a weird way. Well, I think that's because this is where she almost like blooms into this new persona i think she uses with her second album of J. Lo. when that came out she started to wear her necklaces that said J. Lo, and you know that's where we see this like nuanced personality
1: yeah we s- start to see a distinction but mm-hmm. we're jumping ahead a bit to yeah yeah <laughs> So on the 6, I never had this album. I never listened to it really prior to us preparing for this bonus episode. You, however, have some
0: memories with on the 6, right? I do. Yeah, I definitely had that album. Um That album, that little ditty. I I had it on CD. I had had it on CD and then my mom had a cassette track single to Waiting for Tonight because that was definitely a Jazzercise song.
1: Okay, so on the 6th, what do you remember about listening to this album?
0: Um. I remember skipping to the singles a lot because (laughs) that was what was comfortable and familiar to me. But I think this might have been, besides Gloria Estefan, because we definitely had Gloria Estefan on cassette and CD, but this might have been one of my own albums that was bilingual, that had songs Mm -hmm. in Spanish. Um, And so I remember listening to like the 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 spanish covers of some of her songs and being like trying to pick out yeah, (laughs) and trying to like pick out like okay this word must mean this and this word must mean that so i mean it was kind of like an early rosetta stone
1: (laughs) yes thank you JLo, for exposing us to (laughs) spanish um i think that's a common thing though obviously as a child you listen mostly to what your parents listen to at that point, you know, until you get some form of listening to music on your own. Even then, like I had CD players, I had boom boxes, but I only got music for like Christmas or like birthdays. I never was like, mom, I want to go buy this CD or anything like that. It was just kind of what they listen to than what they bought me. Yeah. <laughs> so I do get uh, into moods where I will like pick an artist and just deep dive. I feel like that's what's gonna happen with Jennifer Lopez just because we're doing this. I feel like music sometimes finds me at the right time in life. There's been albums I've listened to and been like, oh, it wasn't really my jam. And then later I've listened to it and I'm obsessed with it. And it's like, I know I listened to this before and I gave it a shot and I was just like, ah, whatever. See, I'm
0: going on a, r- a race. Well, I don't even know I, what I was talking about. <laughs> no, like, well, it's like when you, when you like discover an album later or you discover an album again, and or like or you might be a little bit late on the scene like that was me and Lizzo I spent I let too much time pass before I really gave Lizzo like a good listen and now I'm like I have not (laughs) (laughs) and
1: she's someone I feel guilty about like not really having the desire to listen to because I think she's an impactful artist and she's important especially like at this time and like her body image stuff and all that like super amazing but I just I think this happens too like some people get overplayed and I think you do this with tv shows where someone talks about someone a show so much or you know a song is overplayed and you're just like "Ah,
0: exactly okay yes (laughs) yes I know I totally get you that's how I feel about Breaking Bad like so or like game of thrones and now we're like saying shit that's going to piss the other person off because you like that but yes it's okay i'm sure it's, it's right maybe one time but it's just one of those things where like people kept like keep talking it up and you're just yeah. like all right well now i basically know everything that happens or like no cuz you told me to watch it i don't want to <laughs> but um
1: what i was getting to with um jlo and the point of you like skipping to the singles i feel like there's a lot of cds like uh, or just music where you're young and you just want to hear what you hear on the radio or you hear um you see the music videos for you don't really do a deep dive and as a child really and listen to a whole album like there's few albums from that time i can remember like just listening to the whole thing like mostly destiny's child but sorry I'm I'm signaling
0: yes me too writings on the wall was the first album that I like did a deep dive besides Backstreet Boys and InSync. like I kind of put them in like a special category so
1: Backstreet Boys is a CD I got I got InSync, Backstreet Boys Britney Spears Christina Aguilar like all for Christmas with my CD player Mm -hmm. and uh, what a lineup oh my god (laughs) I know right and Mom, how white of you. <laughs> like, <laughs> even though my mom's black and I'm black. But um I'm I'm curious why she bought that shit now. <laughs> but thank you. But like besides In Sync, all those other albums, I only listen to the songs I already knew. Like I've never listened to all of Millennium, I've never listened to all of Britney Spears' first album or Christina Aguilera's. Like I listened to you know, like, oops, I did it again. Yeah. You drive me crazy. Jeannie in a bottle, sh- you know, show me the meaning of being li- like those. And then NSYNC was the one album I was like, oh, this whole thing bangs. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> No strings attached. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not no strings attached. Celebrity. first album. Oh, just, just NSYNC, NSYNC tearing up my heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh. So, um,
1: but Destiny's Child is an album I for sure listen to front to back. Anyways. I feel like this on the six. If I got this album, I probably only would have been playing uh, "Waiting for Tonight" and "If You Had My Love," yeah. Like and then um, "Feeling So Good" and maybe "Let's Get Loud," yeah. But there's a lot of slow ballady jams
0: on I here. I was not into slow ballad jams. I mean, "My Heart Will Go On," yes, um, and maybe a small other <laughs> select few, but like I usually was like, I was skipping those
1: yeah i still am not really a ballad person these on this album i like because it's like a mellow jazzy soft mm. ballad you know i mm-hmm. i can rock with that because it sounds it's kind of like a meditative like oh like bubble bath song mm. like a crazy vocal ballad like mariah carey or something like not not really my jam now like her upbeat songs like hip hop R&B songs for sure, but some of the ballad stuff is just like, uh, yeah. No, thank you. But um besides those songs, having listened to it again now, what are some songs that like you're like, I'm glad like as an adult I can
0: appreciate this or that I've come back to this and now like this song is nice. Like yeah. Um let me I'm gonna pull up this album super quickly just so I can make sure that I am pronouncing everything correctly Um, and of course we will edit this out (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's been in my recently played so um, I will say that every morning um when my students are logging into class or either walking in my classroom now that we're in person I always start every period off with a song and I know I told you this when we saw each other in person um this weekend but I always depending on what I'm in the mood in is what I usually play and so they've been on like a huge Jennifer Lopez trip so (laughs) the past week I've been playing them in um so some other songs that um I that I kind of gave a second shot to was should have never oh my um, God. yes yeah <laughs> sorry yeah no that that was like not yeah that was not bad um and probably let's get loud only because I think if you had my love and waiting for tonight were the ones that I played the most
1: yeah should have never is a bop I'm just saying like, yeah it's just like it, it it's weird because like those these songs like that on this album kind of give me like a tony braxton vibe and i like had a huge tony braxton face so i was like yes sign me up yeah (laughs) um i i'm disappointed i never knew about feeling so good prior Mm -hmm. to this like Mm -hmm. i was like where has this been all my life fat joe big pun like even the music video is like pretty dope and fun um I will say the song that's been like stuck in my head the most is No Me which I'm like kind of surprised about because Mark, Mark Anthony, I always kind of, I'm not Latin. So I don't really know in terms of like his popular, I know he's a great singer and very popular, but like him and JLo to me was kind of like an odd pairing. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. But after listening to that, watching the video for No Me and then watching his video for... No me I hope I'm not butchering that, but his video that she stars in, like, I'm like, oh. they were just a delayed, like wrong time, mm-hmm. wrong place situation. Because mm-hmm. I
0: see it. I, um, I see it. And so- then
1: shout out to the Spanish version of waiting for tonight. Una noche más. Yes. <laughs> it is a bop. Yes. Um, but yeah, those are those are my um my picks from this album
0: what would you what would you categorize this genre of music would you say it's like like latinx pop with r&b influence like what what do you think so
1: so when jennifer lopez was doing press for the album she called it latin soul which i think is a perfect explanation okay and when she was uh, talking about recording the album and wanting to do the album, she wanted it to be a reflection of like her, what she grew up listening to and stuff. And I think it's a great mix and it really is reflective of her upbringing upbra- musically mm-hmm. because you have the R&B elements, then you have a little bit of hip hop, then you have like the Latin music, which ironically was all of a sudden an explosion yeah. in 99 because mark anthony ricky martin and j-lo were all ascending musically or people were finally listening to them so all of a sudden now that mainstream america knows who they are it's an explosion yeah. uh- <laughs> latin music just like any other music has always been there it's just about like when you know pop culture decides to shine a light on it or pay attention right I
0: mean it's kind of like Selena right
1: yeah exactly but um yeah I think Latin soul is is a great explanation for what this is because I definitely feel like it has a soul and um she's Latin (laughs) and it has Latin elements too like Baila um Every time I saw the name of it, I just think by last Dacumbia, Selena. But you know, and but the song, it reminds me of like a Target ad. <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> that in the in the music video is very simple. And to me, I just feel like you could spice that right in into mm. like a back to school ad. <laughs> <or something. laughs> but um that's just that's my thoughts on that.
0: But yeah, Latin Soul. Yeah. All right. That's fair. I like that description. <laughs> I like that. Um, so I we can talk about vocals after we talk about both albums, or do you is there anything about these vocals in particular for On the Six that wow you?
1: Um, I think my my commentary on vocals for the J Lo album will be very different than my commentary for this, this album. Um, I think, I think it's important and I think it's good to establish that Jennifer Lopez knows she does not have a strong voice. Mm -hmm. I've seen in some of the interviews I read, like, you know, she knows she's not a Whitney. She knows she's not a Mariah, but she knows she can like, she can carry a tune and she can like convey what she wants to convey. And I think the most important thing too, that probably helps with the success of her transitioning to music is that she, like, loves it and she has fun with it and she really Mm -hmm. wants to do it. It's not about, like, trying to be bigger than just being a movie star or like, I'm famous now, let me dabble in this. Or, you know, it's really like something she always wanted to pursue.
0: Yeah, it's not. She's like, oh, I'm going to do this for shits and giggles. Like a housewife would record a stupid single on oh bravo. God, yes.
1: <laughs> so, so many housewife songs. Like, and uh, people chat on J-Lo wanting to make an album. You know? I know. And
0: yeah, you can tell like she genuinely likes this and she really is serious and and continues to really take her music career very seriously
1: yeah and so i i know that come the j-lo album there's some controversy with some songs on there in terms of background vocals and stuff like that but i would like to point out that i don't think that there's anyone singing on like no me amis or like una noche mas
0: for mm-hmm. her So
1: and I honestly I don't think there's a lot of to me, I couldn't pick out like, oh, the backgrounds on this sound like vastly different from Jennifer's voice or anything. And Mm -hmm. and I just want to point out that having other people sing background on your records is not a normal. It is a normal thing. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we expect like it to be like featuring so and so, especially when it's someone relatively like we know about. Yeah. But there's so many background singers you know who are only in the liner notes of an album and you don't know until you and that's the beauty of physical media is like having the CD pulling out the cover looking at the liner notes <gasps> oh, that was reading the lyrics so fun
0: I used to hang up, like, album art from, like, our CD jackets and would, like, especially the – I mean, gosh, Drink for Every Time, Simone mentions Titanic, but, like, especially that one because it had, like – it was almost like a little mini movie poster. My boyfriend, he's in the – Kevin was just like, woo! (laughs) Um, But, yeah, we would, like, hang up all the, like, CD art. I don't think I hung up this album, but (laughs) –
1: I'm now disappointed because part of me wants to see her liner uh, pictures, and I didn't think to look that up.
0: They were very similar to the album cover. To to the cover? Yeah. Same photo sheet, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. It's like the white kind of underwear shorts and the top.
1: Yeah. This might get cut, but one album liner I remember gawking at as a kid is um, genuine. It's 100%
0: genuine. Oh, describe it to me. Abs. <laughs>
1: oh. And obviously Destiny's Child, like because also with groups you learn who who the band members are. You're like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. Like mm-hmm. I know, I know who's who now. Um,
0: what were we? What were we talking? About? <laughs> album, album art, genuine. Anyways, prior look, to that, looking at the inside of J Lo's album like oh what that but would look i was like.
1: talking about background singers okay. oh and yes yes you were good job <laughs> <laughs> and we're Fun. back and we're back to um <laughs> vocals but i'm not i don't expect a lot from JLo lo so i went in this low expectations i know the two main singles so some of it surprised me and i'm i'm pleased with her vocals i don't think there's much else to say about that like she reminds me a lot of Janet or like Britney Spears where they have enough to like get by but really they're entertainers like they're able to do the hardcore choreography and they have amazing like looks like in terms of yeah. Fashion and stuff like that. And, and like so... their
0: set and stage designs are incredible. There's like lots of stuff to like all the aerial acrobatic stuff that these performers will do too. But I totally agree that JLo, I think, still has better vocals than Britney. But I think what makes them very similar is that they both just like live to perform and most of what their concert's going to be. Unlike Beyonce, where you're going to get like slow ballads and like raw vocals, but then also like lots of fun dancing numbers. You're not going to get that here with these shows. It's more just like really good dancing, fun, upbeat, and like maybe one slow song yeah did
1: you by chance get to watch any of her like performances from this time and like of these songs
0: yeah yeah i did um i forgot i wish she's not the one who invented like fans blowing in your face was she because i feel like my early memories of divas were like her (laughs) being in, in front of wind
1: I feel like, so I, I think I read something that like an article where, you know, writers like riffing on how she's like, you know, the Steven, she has all these demands. And one of them was about fans. So it might've been JLo. lo I know Beyonce is infamous for totally. standing in fans and um, getting her hair cut in a fan. So, nice. um, yeah, I wonder if it was J-Lo because Mariah, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen like outside of a music video, like for live yeah. performances, like, yeah. like, you know, in the fan, mm-hmm. definitely not Whitney. Maybe it was Jayla.
0: I mean, I know that like when she debuted on SNL, they definitely poked fun at that. And I think yeah. I just said the word definitely a billion times, but um, <laughs> um what were we just talking about?
1: Vocals her performances. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
0: So her, I don't think she lip syncs. I think she does sing mostly live. Um, and I thought she
1: lip synced on SNL. I was
0: like, oh, I, well, smell I, th- a- I think most people back then. did. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure, for sure. Um, I think more and more people now are singing more live. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I
1: think SNL. I feel like she recorded her singing, like, kind of live. And, and I feel like, I don't mind that, but, like, when it's clearly, like, you're just playing the song, like, come
0: on. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and I I think my last kind of comment about the performances is that these also seemed so much more mellow and tame compared to other performances that we see now. Like, it's, yeah. it's so much more theatrical and glittery. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, screens and all kinds of stuff. Um I really liked her. I, I don't know if it's kids' choice or Nickelodeon, but I was able to watch that performance where she performs feeling so good. I really mm-hmm. liked that performance. Um, her performances on Oprah. So Oprah, I think she sang live. And I was oh, like, okay. I was like, see, she she knows. She knows where she is and she's okay with that, and it's not terrible. Like, give her a break.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, j-lo vocals, give her a break. <laughs> like, and I think she sounds better, honestly, in Spanish. Like, her voice seems better. I don't want to say better suited, mm-hmm. but it seems it does seem better suited for Spanish and it seems stronger in a way that it doesn't. Oh, that's exist. so interesting.
0: Cause, Cause like no, Me is like, yeah. Solid to me. Ye- like. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. I'll have to go back and watch that one again and like compare it to a, like a Spanish version of that song.
1: Yeah. But, um, all right, so on the six, I say it's a solid album. Wish I listened to it back then, but I'm glad it's in my it's in my Apple Music now. And and I have done a deep, 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 deep dive on eBay to, <laughs> for vinyl. And I bought one so far. So yes, I'm I'm on the J Lo gravy train.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> I love that. Any Does more that a- to say? Oh,
1: Music videos. I don't, we can't not talk about the music videos. Yeah.
0: I mean, I remember the Waiting for Tonight music video being on TRL all the goddamn time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, so did you watch the Making the Video for
0: Waiting for Tonight? I didn't. Did you?
1: Yes. And I remember that's my first memory of, um, I probably said this on regular episode but like post Selena of seeing JLo again and being Mm -hmm. like wait what Mm -hmm. like I thought she died (laughs) oh oh, yeah 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 being Um, very confused about
0: that yeah I
1: remember watching the making of the video and um, liking the song at the end when they show you the completed video watching Mm -hmm. watching it again as an adult it's really interesting to see like how long the video shoot is Because it, like, goes on till, like, the early hours in the morning. And they have to get, like, these shots at night. And they're trying to make sure it's not, like, getting lighter and all this stuff. There's... There's a part in the video where um JLo is on a plexiglass and they green screen underneath her like the crowd. So it looks like she's like dancing above the crowd. Mm-hmm. And watching that, that was interesting because it was smaller than they had anticipated. Also <laughs> her choreographer for this video is tina landon who is infamous for choreograph being the choreographer for janet jackson oh janet and maybe velvet rope but it was cool seeing her in the uh making the video and she's in the video for a little bit um but the plexiglass scene, that was interesting because she's like, I don't know. This seems flimsy. I hope it doesn't, like, break. And just the things things artists do to try to, you know, achieve stuff. I know. And then at one point, the lasers, like the green lasers in the back. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, brand not brand new, but that's pretty new technology. And one of them burns her shoulder, which... Oh which she just soldiers on she's like ah and she's like I think it burned me and they're just like oh no you're fine and she's like no I think you burned me but like they're just like and continue <laughs> <laughs> but um but that was I think I miss making of the video like and anyway. I know didn't that premiere like
0: right before the actual music video would be headset to premiere
1: yeah. Yeah. It, and I feel like now we have so much of celebrities in a certain way with social media, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, I feel like there's like, not as much glamour, you know, anymore, like the mystery and the like, shine of it is kind of like, gone now, because we know so much, like about what was on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think, making the video and, like, I watched her in TV's diary, like, those things were, like, super rare and, like, those are things fans poured over just watching over and over again because it's, like, you get a glimpse of, like, who they might be
0: behind the scenes. Absolutely. It's almost like getting to see, backstage at Disneyland and like seeing like some like never before seen things or like watching like how parades are rehearsed and how they like put stuff together like it's but the more you see it the more you come desensitized to it yeah and I I totally get that point
1: yeah I know like how they get there like yeah so it was it's like, like, like a watching Unwrapped trick. or how it's made.
0: Oh. Like, <laughs> God. Mark Summers, I miss you so much. <laughs>
1: um, so music videos. Yes. We've talked about waiting for it tonight. So for the longest time, until I just rewatched um, If You Had My Love, mm-hmm. I thought the guy in the video was John Seda, who plays Chris and Selena. <gasps> oh. And it is not. Oh. It is not. It is not it is adam rodriguez who is also famous from csi miami oh and i was like oh it's him how could i get those two confused that is purely like one of those what's that effect where you think it's one thing
0: like like the mandala effect
1: yeah. Like the Bernstein bears, like it's the oh, yeah, yeah, bears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Totally Mandala effect to myself because like, I just watched it like for the first time this month or, you know, prior to this. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's not John Seda. It's not Chris. <laughs> what? But what I will say about that movie is like, it's so futuristic in an optimistic way and in a cool millennium way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it low-key predicted the future. Because he's watching her on her website and, you know, it gets to... And I feel like that's pretty much what social media kind of is now. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's
1: true. But yes, I love that video. I love the looks in that video. I love yeah. the dance break, like with the baggy pants and the sneakers. And yeah, she just looks great. And um, did you watch the Nome Amis video? I didn't. Oh my God, you missed out. It's like uh, a telenovela w- at its finest. <laughs> um, her and Mark Anthony bring it, and it's amazing also the i like the feeling so good video did you get a chance to watch that i just went i was lame and i just went back and watched the two hits (laughs) feeling so good is like so i feel like feeling so good is like a glimpse at what we get with j-lo because it's like she's in the bronx she's like low-key jenny from the block Mm -hmm. early on um it's just very New York, and I think that's cool because she said that when they were shooting that video, like, like the director or somebody was like, so, like, what's beautiful? Like, what can we shoot here? Like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot. And she's like, no, this is it, and it doesn't... This is... It's beautiful in a different way because this is where I'm from. Yeah. And even now, like, she always brings up, I'm just the same Jennifer Lopez from... The Bronx and from Castle Hill. And even this early, she was brooded in that. And Mm -hmm. I just read something where she's like, you know, people are like, why do you always have to bring it up? And it's like, because it keeps me grounded. And when I say it aloud, like it just reminds me so, oh well, like I'm gonna keep saying it. And I think that's kind of cool about her. Like I'm sure it's like kind of annoying, like, yeah, we know you're Jenny from the block, you're from the Bronx. Like we get it. Yeah. But (laughs) I mean People trash people or celebrities who, like, get famous and then forget about where they came from. Yeah, totally. So it's, like, she's actually always repping for the Bronx and talking about it, and I commend her for that. Yeah. Um, The bylaw video is very simple. She's just, like, dancing with a mic in a short, shimmery, silver mini dress, very early 2000s late 90s mm-hmm. okay so segueing from music do you think her adventure into music successful yay or nay yay.
0: yes 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 do <laughs> yes <to> you nasty <laughs> what do you think little <gasps> okay if you could rate if you could get inside the mind of lil raj how many <laughs> stars <laughs> how many stars would he give on the six I don't even think little Raj listens to like this kind of pretend music. pretend he okay, does yes
1: he's a music critic and um I think little Raj gives on the six uh either three stars or two and a half I why do you think what? What, why I'm just um, guessing <laughs> I think he gives it three stars because it It has solid hits, like catchy songs. Um, And I think he would kind of say the normal things about her vocals. Like she's not, you know, a strong vocalist or anything like that. There's no standout moments Mm -hmm. of her hitting high notes or anything like that. Um, Also, I, I think that some of the songs... Like, some of the slower songs are very, like, anybody could have sang those.
0: Like, they're very studio floor. Like, oh, here's
1: me like this. Uh, here you are. Which um, is, like,
0: such a bummer because when we saw her and Selena singing I Could Fall in Love. Yeah. I know those aren't her vocals, but she performs that scene so fucking well. And so I wanted something like that.
1: Yes. I I mean when we talked about Selena I said like I had to even when I listen to that song just like sans movie and everything I think of that scene in the movie of yeah. J-Lo singing it and I have to like remember that she's not singing the song <laughs> like in my mind that song is JLo's song and it's not at all interesting. Things. Okay. And it's yeah. Kind of, I mean, it's kind of, I, it's funny the other day I was thinking about this because it's kind of like, it's probably the only thing you can really like take away from J-Lo is that she's not a strong singer. Like she's a pretty strong dancer. She's a pretty good actress. Um, she's gorgeous and she has great fashion style. So she, I to me, she's a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. But like in all of the stuff that she does, like singing is her, like the least I don't, I don't know how it's, it's it's the one thing she's not the best at, like, she's just okay at it. She'd get like a B plus instead of an A plus.
0: Or like a, would I give her a B plus? A solid B, a solid 85, 80%. Is she meeting standards or below standards? To me, she's
1: meeting standards because I don't, I wasn't, I don't expect too much. So it's fine to me. Um, and I think her selection of songs and like, as we get into other stuff, like her collaborations and stuff like that only helps her. Mm -hmm. And I think that is like where she's just smart about how she approaches stuff and -hmm. how she chooses stuff. But, um, this album, I just think we get the standard first album, you know, where, you kind of have like an idea of what you want to do, but you you're filling out like how to do that. And then I think J Lo is more of a statement to me of like this album showcase is kind of who she is. But I feel like J Lo, we really get like this is who J Lo is in a way. Mm. Oh, because yeah. it's so different from this album. Um, but so <laughs> going back to Little Raj after that, <laughs> can- no, that was really
0: good. <laughs> that like. I- Everything you, I'm literally taking notes on what you're saying because you sound so good right now. Oh my gosh. I'm not singing. joking. <laughs>
1: um, going back to little Raj, um, I would say that he probably would think that some of these songs aren't aren't signature songs of like her. Mm. Like, you could have thrown these on someone else's album. Like I said, some of the sl- slow songs reminded me of Tony Braxton. Um. I know that um, uh, Let's Get Loud was supposed to be a Gloria Estevan song, and they instead gave it to Jennifer, and I could totally hear that now. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. Um, But, yeah, so that's part of why I think he would give it three stars. When I said two and a half, I think – little raj always is lower than i would score it you are being conservative so so i think the two and a half is like probably him being harsher than i would in terms Mm -hmm. of um, Mm -hmm. rating it so yeah (laughs) should i ask you the same or should we just um (laughs) well
0: let's see just I'll love to have you follow this follow-up with this follow-up question is if Lil Raj gives this three... Wait, no. You said Lil Raj gives this two and a half, so you would give this three good pumps of butter. I would give it three and a half.
1: Okay. And, like, part of me, again, just, like, with the wedding singer, part of me wants to give it four just for the sake of nostalgia. Like, Uh this album sounds so 2000s to me yeah like I felt like I was in whatever room she was on the album cover like in all white chilling Mm -hmm. like with a cd player sans smartphone with a little nokia or something like just living my best 2000s life so extra stars for nostalgia but yeah I think I think three and a half is like a realistic rating yeah and I would in agree, criti- and critically, like I feel like it—it's—it's um, it's, like people were kind and were like, "Oh, this isn't as bad as we might have anticipated." A movie star making a movie, uh, a CD, so huh, it's not bad. But <laughs> it wasn't raving, and I think that just fans enjoying it so much and like the music videos too probably helped, like in terms of sales and stuff.
0: Yeah, and also Puff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so in speaking of puff daddy Bria do you think we should segment on to relationships
1: yes let's let's get into JLo's personal life which I'm going to try to like not be too <laughs>
0: opinionated on <laughs> well it sounds like it wasn't just you who had a lot of opinions on these relationships because poor JLo in these interviews that we've been watching um alongside her movies they also po- uh like nag her about her dating life and her personal life and stuff of course, like with a beautiful woman um a lot of the well all of the male talk show hosts uh, asked her like, "Are you single? are you seeing anyone and if it was publicly known that she was seeing someone they wanted to know a lot about her private life and her relationship, but towards this time now, um, there the headlines about her relationship start to change, and we are getting um, this side of J-Lo um, that really struggles, I don't know, I think with like a kind of a chronic dating issue, <laughs> but...
1: <laughs> I hope- I, t- I said I wasn't, I was going to try to not be so opinionated, but I think that this might be her personal, uh, like kryptonite, like singing's her professional kryptonite. Oh. And I think dating is her personal life kryptonite because she, for as beautiful as she is, she seems to, and she said this about herself. This isn't purely just me judging her. But that she jumps from relationship to relationship. A way for her to get over a breakup is like in someone else's arms, essentially. Yeah. And um it just when you look at the like I we were gonna talk about pretty much kind of on the six JLo and all that stuff, but we couldn't because This would be ridiculously long because she goes from being married to Ohani Noah to being divorced, dating Puffy, breaking up with Puffy, marrying Chris Judd, divorcing Chris Judd, uh, getting with Ben Affleck, being engaged to Ben Affleck, big breakup, and then eventually Mark Anthony. So it's just like that the dating segment of this alone would be like an Hour
0: at least, <laughs> <So>. yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> but what I want to talk about with um, we're focusing m- more so on Puffy because she barely talks about Ohani Noah when they're married, mm-hmm. and I think that's smart of her. Puffy is her biggest uh and first celebrity relationship. Um, yeah, her husband before was relatively unknown, but Puff Daddy is it. A- is an entity all in of himself at this point. Um, I did watch the video that she was in in, and kind of what I think sparked their friendship relationship. Mm -hmm. And you can tell, like, he's like, I gotta get that girl. (laughs) Like, he is dancing so badly with her. But like, I feel like, you can tell he just wanted her in it. And he like had a vision essentially of her. And she's like he, his muse. And in Mark Anthony's video, and I might be butchering the name of the song, Nome Kenosis, she's very much like the muse of that video, too. That video is just like another telenovela about love and stuff. And it's damn near a movie. And both these videos, Nome Nome Kenosis is like eight minutes and 45 seconds and then been around the world granted j-lo's part isn't that long or big in it but been around the world is like a mini movie video too it's like 10 minutes long Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um but yeah i just i think that i think that this is definitely a power couple it's probably like one of the first power couples of the 90s 2000s that we like i would agree with that That is like huge, like that. Um, And then, of course, they have their the the nightclub incident with the shooting. That's Mm -hmm. like a big deal and kind of spells trouble. And that's not the reason she said they broke up, but I think it plays into it a bit.
0: Yeah, and this was the first time that I remember Jennifer being on the press for something that scandalous. I mean like yes. wardrobe aside, but like it, this was on something <laughs> of, like oh she was involved in a shooting, like Yes,
1: JLo has a mugshot. Yeah, like.
0: what? Like so I could see <laughs> her feeling very um, what's the word I'm thinking? I'm not intimidated, threatened by this like setback and yeah. having this be a downfall in their relationship.
1: And I think when she gets interviewed about it, she does a good job of being like, you know, we try not to dwell on it. We're trying to move past. There's a lot I can't say about it because it's a legal issue, Uh but she tries to make it seem like it's bringing them closer because, you know, they did go through something traumatic together where someone threatened their lives in a way, and um, luckily they got out of that situation, but... You know, they kind of trauma bonded in a way in, yeah. in that. But she did say that she like that's the only or the first relationship where she got cheated on. And I was oh. like, Puffy. Puffy, you how can dumbass. You... Yes. How? Why? But I think he was he had just had a child with Kim Porter, who is mm-hmm. Christian Combs. Mm-hmm. And I think he was like Back and forth. I think he saw the power of him in Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. And then probably not saying that he didn't love her, but, you know, I think the relationship you have with the mother of your child is always different. And it's yeah. an infamous, like, you know, is this going to be an issue type thing sometimes? And I think it was an issue. Yeah. Um, there's a Jet Magazine cover that I saved and I saved it because it says, Puffy Combs and Jennifer Lopez Showbiz is most talked about couple and they're in like these amazing outfits. That's another thing about them as a couple. Yes,
0: their power couple outfits are. Yes, they
1: always look so good. So good. Yes. And then there's a People um, cover where it's, like, Jennifer Lopez and Puff Daddy, her high-risk romance, Mm -hmm. their night out ends in gunfire, a police chase, his arrest, and lots of questions. Like, if this happened today, it would still be, like, major news. Oh, yeah.
0: What? Yeah. Yeah. And t- anytime a celebrity is involved with like gun violence, whether it be towards them or someone else, like it makes major, major headlines. Yeah. And I think too, like maybe with some of like Puff Daddy's history previously as a young rapper, um, I feel like if there, if someone were to be next to him or with him, And have it be publicized that there was a shooting. Like I wonder how many people's minds would jump to like it's a gang incident rather than not being like it, like it was about like their personal safety. You know what I mean?
1: I think at that time too is just a general like way, especially with East Coast, West Coast beef. Like I think Biggie had just died, Tupac had just died prior to that. So it's easy to label anything like violent with hip hop as like a gangsta issue Mm -hmm. when i think this was in a way but not because of puffy it was because the guys who initiated it they were very much they weren't rappers or anything but they were street dudes Mm -hmm. and i don't know what problem exactly they had with puffy but like he's you know he's a dude of certain stature so he's not just gonna take it either so he had words with them and then stuff ensued and unfortunately j-lo is just along for the ride essentially <laughs> and gets caught up in it i think did you see the um the rumor that when she was in jail she like asked for somebody to get her cuticle cream no no <laughs> It's just like another like story, trying to make her into like this huge diva, and she's like, "That's not true." Like I was, there's, I was angry, I was crying, but I'm not gonna ask someone to get me cute. Like, oh all my the god, that's outrageous! About,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> god, yeah she's life. like traumatized from what happened and what she just experienced. Jeez, but I, I wish that I kind of wish that this relationship worked. I think
1: a lot of people so at a certain point we're hoping like maybe they would get back together but um I think I think this also probably taught her a lot about dating A I I think so too yeah and she I think it would be great to segue from JLo and Puffy unless you have opinions I feel like I talked a ton
0: <laughs> again oh my gosh that was I'm taking more notes you were <laughs> schooling me it was great um I think We can use um, your point of what you had said about the uh, epic wardrobe matching as a way to discuss some of Jennifer Lopez's other amazing wardrobe pieces that don't relate to Puff Daddy.
1: I mean, but we have to talk about a few that relate to (laughs) Oh, 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 oh,
0: Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. But she did some really great solo things, too.
1: Yes, yes, I I was very tempted, like Selena, to just like collage a bunch of <laughs> like pretty much Pinterest post um, of Jennifer Lopez in the ninety nine early two thousands. Um, but I, I withheld, but there's so many amazing looks. So I have a question for you. When you think about Jennifer Lopez fashion, like what are a few things that come to mind? Um, the
0: Versace dress, right? That was Versace. Yes. Yeah. Anything else? Um, sequins. Mm-hmm. Um, and the color gold.
1: Yes. Because that, like glowy bronzed. she's so dewy
0: and glowy yeah yes
1: and this is where we get that j-lo because i feel like 90s j-lo primarily was like matte and like browns and stuff mm-hmm. but not not the j-lo glow that we all know yeah she is like her brand now
0: totally yeah um, it was a lot of like more neutral dark colors in the in her early 90s but the uh after she releases on the six we start to see like a lot more of this like dewy glam look and it's so yeah lighter and, hair lighter yeah she has oh yeah totally we talked about that in made in manhattan or but, but, but wedding planner um how she had like highlighted hair for this yes. and yeah
1: so i mean let's talk about the dress because I okay. <laughs> the, the,
0: that's the elephant in the room <laughs> yeah the versace dress is everything and it's something that if it's not in the smithsonian it should be um right next to bjork's swan dress, <laughs>
1: her swan dress.
0: but i hope that if it's not in the smithsonian that j-lo has it forever like that is something that she is going to be remembered by well into her golden years yes. um and so I, my first memory of this was watching her step out of the red carpet live (laughs) and being shooketh at the skin. Because (laughs) even though women were beginning, I mean, were releasing more like sexually forward songs, were showing more skin, I still feel like award shows were always fairly modest. And so Mm -hmm. this felt like such a controversy that I almost thought my mom was going to have to like put her hands over my eyes. Cause it was a lot of boob. It's a lot yeah. of breasts. I was like, wow.
1: <laughs> it really wasn't
0: though. Like, little no, kids- it's not today, but in, in that time it was, it was. Yeah.
1: so, I don't know if I saw this live, but I feel like I either saw like news reporting like after the Grammys, like Jennifer Lopez at the Grammys. Like it was definitely a.
0: And it was plastered over magazines. It was on the next day news. Like people were talking about it.
1: Yes, she's on the cover of People Best, Worst, Worst, and Least Dressed in
0: 2000.
1: (laughs) Um, She's in the cover. Inside of people, there's an ad for people with her in the dress that says, have you ever wanted all eyes on you? Find yourself in People we
0: like wow. Um,
1: there's articles about how she held the like dress up, and uh-huh. there's little blurbs from designers with their theories about how she did it. One asshole was like, "Maybe she has her nipples pierced and they're it's it's hooked on." What? No, Go, would be able to yourself. see them through her shirt. <laughs> but so. I mean the amazing thing about this dress is that when Jennifer Lopez talks about it even to this day she's like you know I saw the dress Donatella wore it Mm -hmm. Um, Jerry Hallowell Spice Mm -hmm. Girl Ginger Spice Mm -hmm. wore Mm -hmm. it so people had already worn the dress and um, she was picking out dress she was on the set of of the wedding planner when she had to figure out what she was going to wear for the Grammys But so they're prepping and they have like racks of, or a rack or two of dresses and stuff. And she says she tries it on and she walks out and everyone's like, that's it.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: The fashion person is like, you know, other people have worn that dress. Like, you know, and usually that's a big deal. Like, you have those articles where it's like, who wore it best? Or like, bitch stole my look. Right. So you have that, like, uh do I wear something that has already been seen maybe and like might not be that great? Mm-hmm. But it's amazing because when you look at Donatella in it and you look at Jerry Hollowell in it, it doesn't give the same like,
0: Power. I totally agree. I totally agree. It it feels like there's something about the way it looks on Jennifer Lopez's complexion and her like like general body shape. Um, It just looked like it was made for her
1: yeah and so i think a big part of this is styling i mean not to hate on donatella versace but you know compared yeah. to jayla she's not really even jerry hollowell she's on the bottom of who wore it best and then jerry hollowell she has long straight hair you can barely tell that it's like this plunging neckline mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm. and and it it just looks like a robe on her kind <laughs> like like a caftan sort of thing like you're not really you're not like oh the nudity the body of it right right i think jlo having her hair half up half down it opens up her chest area there's no hair in the way yes if she had her hair
0: all down her like clavicle and chest would probably would all be covered um yeah we wouldn't be able to see as much breast.
1: Yeah, and then, and I think, so she said that she taped it on the side, which mm-hmm. she had been doing prior to this, so she was, like, kind of shocked it was a big deal, but she taped it, which is, like, a,
0: regular, a very regular, normal thing, thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then she said the way it's built inside, like, it's, like, it has a panty, and then it has, like, I think some kind of bralette or something inside, mm-hmm. but... The way she taped it, I think, plays a big part in it because Mm -hmm. she taped it fairly wide. And I think her breast size, too, because she doesn't have huge boobs. So she, like, can get away with a generous, like, inch in Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just everything that she chose to do or her stylist or whoever the fuck is responsible for all of this greatness stands out yeah a hundred percent and and just the glow and the tan of it all and everything is just it's still amazing yeah it's so fabulous yeah I know that recently I've seen people like just you know let it rest like (laughs) we get it like but this was like huge and it spawned Google images. Like she was like the search thing on the internet, like after that. And then the 13th was the dress itself. (laughs) Like it was a huge thing. And I think there's certain looks like this that just are always going to be like iconic and memorable. Like I also remember later on, um, What's her name? Dita Von Teese mm, at mm-hmm. the VMAs, I think, when she was dating Marilyn Manson. Yes. She was damn near naked. Yes. Like, just strings of, like, jewels, I think, like, in this very... Yes. Very
0: barely there thing. Very barely there thing.
1: But, like, that's something that's memorable. And if she, like, toted that out again, I wouldn't be mad at her because, like, she did that. Yeah. And um, I know that JLo walked in a Versace fashion show honoring, like, the print of this dress. Because after this, like, huge thing, the print that they used for this dress, like, they've kind of always done something similar or with it. And Mm -hmm. so they did, like, a fashion show honoring the dress and the print. And I know people were like, oh my god, like, we get it, like, just let it die. But I think it's beautiful to honor stuff like that so let j-lo live i would yeah. um, hell, they they should bury her in this fucking dress that's what oh i was God. thinking earlier but i didn't want to sound so morbid <laughs> like i mean selena was buried in her purple outfit so uh, legend it's meant to be yeah um, and, and then besides the dress, like, I keep always bringing up her VMA outfit, the mm-hmm. white outfit, yeah. um, with the bandana. And it's funny because it was on someone's, like, her misses for yeah. somebody. And I was like, that is not a miss, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you think. That is not a miss. But you definitely, I think after the Versace moment, JLo leans into, like, sexier clothing options. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And, and, like, I feel like there's nothing she can wear. I've seen her in sweatpants and then, obviously, obviously, the iconic Juicy Couture sweatsuits later on. Oh, my god! Where, on, on, on my mom, you know, it looks like a sweatsuit. On me, it looks like a sweatsuit, but, like, on her, like, it's, like, a moment. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, wow. Like, so she just has, like, she has that thing I don't doing this much research on her like I can't stand how effortlessly (laughs) amazing (laughs) she looks
0: well it's like some people can just pull off different kinds of looks like I see I see it in influencer styles now they're kind of going back to like '90s street fashion with the really baggy pants and they're high waisted with lots of rips and holes in them and clunky shoes and um, like athletic street style mixed in with that too, with like nylon, like a wicker kind of like wicker jackets, like wind jackets, windbreakers.
1: Okay, yeah. Um,
0: I think
1: I think now I've seen too on TikTok and social media. It's like, does this look good on somebody? Well, or yes, exactly. Skinny, like? Yes.
0: Well, that's that's what I was trying to say. Was that like there are these fashions that come back and I look at it and I'm like, I don't know. I don't think that there are certain things that should come back <laughs> or like, <laughs> or that like not all people can pull off. Um, but J yeah. J one of those people who I think can really pull off anything. I don't remember seeing a lot of pictures of her in those magazines and agreeing with like, yeah, I think that looks bad. Like, I think for the most part, I disagreed and
1: I think that JLo has really strong personal style Mm -hmm. and I think that's something like I want to achieve because I'm tired of like being like oh I need to throw this out because this isn't trendy anymore only for stuff to come right back around yeah when you have really strong personal style like you have like most of your clothes are always going to work just because that's like your style and I feel like she also is a style icon because i feel like a lot of people like i believe kim kardashian like was inspired by JLo's style mm-hmm. um and just like the 2000s like i feel like a lot of like i credit her for like the juicy couture track suit like phenomenon like yeah because to me it looked best on her i know <laughs> that other people wore britney spears wore a Hilton and all that stuff but like like in my mind, like she pulled it off like mm-hmm. best and phenomenally, so much so that she winds up creating a clothing line featuring some of those tracksuits. But, um, but yeah, so I didn't pull up a bunch of pictures of other outfits, yeah. <laughs> mostly just talked about the dress. And then I think when we talk about, um, the j-lo era when we mm-hmm. finally get j-lo there's gonna be so much more to talk about
0: <laughs> yes so i think now that we've discussed her debut album of on the sixth on the sixth in june a- of 99 um and we also kind of skipped down memory lane of talking about old music videos and memories of like either experiencing these things should we end this mini-up and wait to get to JLo for the next few episodes
1: yes yes any closing thoughts on on this two-year time frame
0: Um, I wrote down what you said about (laughs) professional kryptonite being her singing and her personal kryptonite is relationships because I thought that that was so damn clever. (laughs) Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. I I would just like to
1: close out with, um, I think that this is where we truly see her star rise in many, many ways. And she truly becomes a celebrity at this point. Prior to this, she's an actress. Mm-hmm. But like, there's this interest in her personal life, there's this interest in what she's wearing. And she is working the hell out of all those avenues. And in a lot of interviews, too, she's like <clears throat> she's very conscious of like what she's putting out there. Mm-hmm. And- and I think that will play into the J-Lo persona and uh, stuff that we get later. I also think that, to me, the reason Jennifer Lopez is so iconic and important to this time is because she's, like, one of the few, I feel like, really glamorous, like, stars at this time. Like Hmm. you -hmm. you have like celebrities who of course are interesting, who are beautiful. They're all fucking beautiful to some extent or you know, good looking. And but I think the glamour of J-Lo is like really what like I don't know. It just it differentiates her in a very strong way. Sure Mm -hmm. she has a nice body. Sure she has, you know, but that's, like, becoming um, <laughs> coveted and, like, accepted by mainstream media. But she's really glamorous, too. And I think part of that is because she is, she started out as an actress and did music because even though she's going to, like, the VMAs and the Grammys and stuff and the, Vers- the Versace dresses, the Grammys, Mm -hmm. she's also going to the oscars and the golden globes and she has way more weight red carpet opportunities than the average like pop star at that time like i don't think britney spears was pulling up at the oscars that's a really
0: good point so she has this
1: beautiful duality of being jenny from the block but also being this glamorous like movie star and having the looks and everything to back it up. So <laughs> those are my last ranty thoughts. Um
0: I'm going to give that a big old, a big chef's <laughs> kiss. That was so beautifully said. And I think that that is a really great way to end this episode. So yeah, well, I had fun. <laughs> me too. Me too. It was fun to just kind of like riff and talk about, Talk about old memories and turning into the new millennium. My mom is yeah, so, drinking so much <laughs> right
1: <laughs> So, if I, if I, te- or drinking Fruitopia, I miss Fruitopia. <laughs> um, so, if I, if I tell you, you need to watch the rest of your music videos, is that declaration going to make you less likely
0: to watch them? <laughs> I'll watch them. I'll watch them. If anything,
1: Watch No May Amis, please.
0: All right. Thank you guys for
1: listening to us drivel on about pop culture, JLo things, and her outfits, her relationship, and her music. And tune into next week.
0: Yes, we are back on track next week talking about her next film after. And so we'll be discussing that next week. And so in the meantime... Keep on going down that IMDB rabbit hole with us.